0: Greenlight Network presents football time. show we're here with dynamite david and we're gonna get into our college football preview we had to accelerate it a little bit this year due to health and safety protocols we aren't going to be able to break down each conference really really in depth and go into every team uh but we will be able to break down each conference give a how we think the conference is gonna go. And then a new thing, we got a $25,000 next egg to bet on the college football futures. And uh, we got a handful of those picks to show you how to sort of maybe get into some preseason bets and with some big money there's some nice underdogs in there at least i got a couple of them i saw a couple on yours so uh dynamite you ready to get into this college football season even if we are starting a little bit late (laughs) games start this weekend and real games start uh
1: next week yeah, we've got uh, week zero this weekend, so uh, ready to dive into it. Uh, I know you're a little bit more experienced on this future side of things, but I'm, I'm ready to start it up with you. And, and who knows, maybe by the end of the year, my futures will pay out.
0: Yeah, well, we're diving you into futures. Uh you, you might be a little bit more experienced till we get to our NFL show next week, and uh, we got Achilles trying to work his way through some futures. We've gotten him on some win totals the last couple of years, so uh, we'll see if we can get him into some futures bets. So uh, let's kick this thing off. We're going to split it into two parts. Uh, part one, we're going to go over the MAC, Conference USA, Sunbelt, the American Conference and Mountain West. In part two, we're going to get into the Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, Big 10, and SEC. We'll drop the uh, MAC probably uh, tonight, Thursday night. The uh, uh, other one with the Big 12s and uh, all the bigger conferences on Friday night. So two parts. So let's kick it off. Let's get into the uh, MAC. We have the MAC going here for each other. Uh, Interesting. We differed a little bit on how we... uh, Went down uh, on one side of the division here, and then pretty similar on the other side. You can definitely tell a difference uh, in the divisions in this conference. One's for sure definitely loaded with a handful of really good teams. The other one, you're probably talking two for sure, and maybe depending how you feel on. uh, uh, Ohio and Buffalo on the other. So let's start with the East. You got uh, Kent State finishing first. Yeah, I have Kent State finishing first. I think we're on par with that. The other one, probably everybody's second favorite, Miami Ohio. I have them two. You have them three. You move Buffalo in there to two uh we disagreed a little on buffalo i thought they'd still be pretty solid last year they turned out to have a pretty weak season why do you think buffalo is going to sort of bounce back after the loss of lance leopold in a tough season last year yeah
1: i just i thought that 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 tough season they had last year was a little bit of an outlier i'm i'm just trusting that that program to bounce back a little bit this year uh and and I really wasn't as impressed with Miami as Ohio as you were. Uh, But like you said, this East Division, I think it's Kent State's to lose. Uh, You know, I've got a few futures I like with them as well. I I just think they're going to run this division.
0: Yeah, I I think Kent State will run this division too. I really like their football coach. I I think he gets the best out of that squad. I'm curious to see if Buffalo. Can bounce back. I, I was really disappointed uh, by them last year and how poorly they just seemed to drop off off of Lance. They didn't even lose a, a ton of guys last year. Yeah. They still had a pretty good squad from uh, the recruits. They have the other one in there, uh, Ohio. I have them three, you have them four. They've been a traditional power yeah. since Frank Solich has left. They've sort of fallen off the map. Any chance they sort of find their rhythm and, and get back in this?
1: No, I, th- I think they're going to kind of be that. They're they're not going to be that top tier team uh, this year. Uh, it it may take a few good recruiting years uh, to get back up in there, but I, I think they're kind of middle of the road MAC mm-hmm. right now. Now, uh, you know, this being the weaker division, yeah. uh, they may be able to pull out some wins and and, and you know finish five six yeah. win range. I think that's some somewhere about uh, maybe a little less than that, maybe a little higher than that. Uh, but you know, with these MAC teams, I think I think you've got. Two or three across both division teams that are gonna, you know, be your your big dogs. You know, I love I love Toledo in the yes. in the other division, uh, and then and then you're just gonna have a really big cluster of teams yes. uh, that are gonna be fighting for position there. So uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting to watch. I, I think the the Mac. If, the talent in general this year is down from yeah. where we've been the past couple of years you know I've, I've been big on my yeah. mac and a lot of good players uh, a lot of talent Some, some's gone to the NFL the past couple of years a lot of good players have come through the Mac uh, this year I just think it's really light talent wise yeah. and it's going to it's going to hurt
0: The the disturbing thing about Ohio, I I thought, was they lost a lot of games at home. And that used to be a fortress where they never would lose at home. So I don't see them bouncing back. I'm curious to see how Miami of Ohio plays this year. I thought they were really disappointing last year. Uh, I mean, people had expectations for them. They didn't seem to quite meet them. Uh, You know, Akron, Bowling Green, I I think we both assume they will be down at the bottom of the pack. Uh, Bowling Green played with a little life. Uh, you know, last year. Yeah, they pulled little, off a... a little spunk, but I, I don't think it's good enough to be more than that. So I look for that. Let's move to the western side of things, where uh, honestly, I, I think Toledo probably has the best talent, but we saw with them last year, they probably had the best talent in this division. They weren't able to pull it off. And I, I think, basically, other than maybe Ball State, probably throw Eastern Michigan out there, though. They, they've had pretty solid offense in the mm-hmm. last handful of years. Oh, I yeah. think, you know, we have differences where I have Northern Illinois 1, you have Toledo 1, and you have Northern Illinois 5. I, it, I, I can easily see that, but I think – Any team, Toledo, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan, Central Michigan for sure, can probably battle for this. Health and sort of how teams start is really going to be important in this Well, And
1: and, and these MAC games, you know, you could just get college football, just, you know, college guys, you get the weird, the funkiness that happens. You never know what's going to happen. I'd like Toledo better than the rest, but I could see, you know, either any of those Michigan teams, uh, you know, Western, Central, uh, and eastern either yes. one of them could potentially jump up there and win this uh this this division is going to be uh more hotly contested I yeah. think uh, than the east um but I do like Toledo as far as you know on paper yeah I think they're the better team overall now will that play out on the field that's to be yeah. seen uh I'm, I'm kind of bucking the, you know northern illinois they they had a Decent yes. bounce back year uh, last season. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of saying that was uh, you know going against the norm there. Yeah. I think they may regress to the norm uh, again this season. That's why I have them below all those Michigan teams.
0: Yeah, I think you could look <laughs> at it sort of two ways. Your way where, uh, I mean, I think last year we were looking at them and they had a two, you know, win total over under. Yeah. Ended up way exceeding that, including that first two games where I think they played like neck and neck with, uh, I, I think, Nebraska and then maybe beat one of the big dogs uh, the week after that. Uh, I put them there because I think maybe they've refound their flow. Northern Illinois has always been sort of a dominant team in the MAC, and maybe last year sort of kickstarts it after, you know, a little run with some bad coaching. They didn't get, you know, really good recruits out of Illinois and Ohio. Maybe that comes back. That's why I have them there. I have Toledo, too, but, I, I mean, honestly, I could see any of these. Uh, you know, if Toledo plays to their talent, they're probably going to be all right and win this. But, uh, you know, I, I just saw last year, it was, they'd have quarter stretches where they were great. Yeah. And then turnovers or, you know, giving up explosive plays, they drop the ball. So I have them too, but uh, I, I'm going to keep my eye on Central and Western Michigan too. You never sort of know. I, I think they disappointed a little last year as well. I think we thought big things out of them. They didn't quite lead up to it. Uh, you know anything out of eastern michigan or ball state you're seeing i mentioned eastern michigan they have the offense but yeah. uh speaking of giving up explosive plays they tend to give up a lot of explosive plays.
1: yeah I, I can't tell you how many games we saw with eastern michigan last year where they had like two three touchdown yeah. lead and then you turn the game back on five <laughs> minutes later and it's a tie game you're like what the heck happened yes. uh so uh and you know that's a lot of those mac games too yes. uh so i think that's what kind of makes them fun uh, a little risky to bet on though
0: yes uh, definitely <laughs> so you'll you'll be the highest of highs and lowest of lows pretty much within it'll, quarter to quarter it'll give it and, so, and take it away that's for definitely sure definitely so so i have northern illinois winning uh the mac you have toledo winning the mac let's get into some of our futures mm-hmm. i didn't have as many I, I think i was with you where it uh, seemed like this conference is probably as deep as, as it has been a little bit of that is ohio and buffalo sort of coming back down to earth yeah and a
1: lot of unknowns yes uh, I mean, you know this is you know we were just discussed one through five. It could go really either way. so
0: so I, I took a couple of things here. Uh, one of them was Miami of Ohio at 16 to one to win the conference. I don't think they're going to win the conference, but you look at sixteen to one in a division where they and Kent State are the probably the only two teams yeah. really truly it uh, separated themselves to battle. Then you get to the game at sixteen to one. In a head-to-head game at the end of the season, you don't know. I thought that was good value. Uh, Kent State division winner three to one. Uh, I just mentioned two teams. Yeah. Two teams battling for one division spot three to one. I thought that was pretty good value. And uh, then conference champion Kent State at eight and a half to one. I thought that was good value once again. Either Kent State or Miami Ohio probably getting in that championship. Then you're one game away from an eight and a half or a sixteen to one win. I thought that was good value, but not a lot of uh, sort of futures bets for me in the Mid American. It just it didn't seem to fall that way, especially with the West, where I didn't want to be real bold because I think three or four teams could easily take that division what are you looking at uh, futures wise well like I said earlier there's
1: uh, water here Uh, so I broke my $25,000 into $25,000 bets so uh, you'll get a little bit more futures selection and variety from champ over here Uh, but I've got about the same amount in the MAC as as you do and we're both on the same page on uh, Kent State I like that three to one to win the division uh, so I've got a thousand on that, and I also like, you know, it's juiced a little to minus one forty-five. But I think that over five line is an yeah. easy mark for them to make uh, in that division. Uh, I didn't take the conference championship like you did. I, I think the winner from the West is going to win yeah. this conference. I uh, Think that's a bad uh, thing. you know the the value's there, but I, I just I don't see Kent State being able to win the championship yeah. game if they get there. Um, I also have I have Toledo to win the conference at a, a plus three forty, a little over three to one there, a thousand dollars on it. And I also like Buffalo. You know, I, I told you I like Buffalo earlier. I've got them over five and a half. I think they could contend for that division. Um, I've, I've got them right behind Kent yeah, State. So I, I, I think that I think that line's right there. I think six is very possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, little betting knowledge so we get into it. I wanted to break down our bets. We have twi- we're have twenty. using a $25,000 bankroll, but pretty much anybody can use any bankroll. You just basically, how I break mine down you take your bankroll and you sort of break it down by percentages so if I really, really like a bet, like say a five unit bet or a 5% bet. So you take your old bankroll, reduce it by 5%, that would be a 1250 bet on a $25,000 bankroll. So anybody can follow along. If you basically have a $10 bankroll, you can just use the percentages. Now uh, you're getting into pennies at that point, but if you have like $100, you can use the same thing. It all equates to the same math. You just sort of work that out. So if I have like a, $125 $125 uh, bet here. That's like half a percent of my bankroll. If I have like a 1% bet, 250, work your way up through that. So, I mean, anybody can do this with yep. any bankroll they have. Uh, we're just using a $25,000 one to sort of get some bets here. We'll see how we do at the end of the year and how our futures go. We All can, right.
1: We can look at that at our, uh, our bowl game show. Yes.
0: It, that would probably be more entertaining than our actual bowl game <laughs> show, especially now, which. When I no one even. Th- think anybody's even going to play bowl <laughs> let's games move on to hey, our next on. conference and let's head to conference usa a uh, couple uh interesting ones here in conference uh usa i had fun with this one last year you really liked this one last year yeah and i i was interested uh by our, our rankings uh, <laughs> we rankings really big on western kentucky last year off to a really really slow start but worked their way into the championship game i'm really big on western kentucky this year we'll see if they work their way into the championship game you're really big on uab i have always been a really big uh, uab fan here so uh what made you stick with uab as one they've been the dominant team in conference usa i've been a little off them because bill clark left i know assistants have taken over yeah. but i think that guy was the heart uh, of uab i'm curious how big a drop sort of like buffalo last year if that's going to be well, a drop their
1: coach you know that he's been involved in this offense for three years now uh i think they have the most returning talent in the conference uh western kentucky lost a lot of pieces yeah. to what they had on that team last year that i was really big on yeah. uh, so i i just look for uab to, to rise back to the top of the crop uh even though they lost their uh their coach there you know i both liked my Roadrunners there yes. at number two i i think they're they're really starting to build a good program down there mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Uh, We both have UT San Antonio at number two. Do you think they can re-sort of find that magic? Have they built that program where it's not a once every sort of five years? It's more every year, sort of like UAB. You know what you're getting with UAB every year. Solid defense, good running game. They will be there.
1: They do have some talent to replace this year. Uh, But I I think they're going to be right there. Their schedule may not be as favorable this season. Um, But I I think they could be right there uh, in the mix. You know, Western Kentucky, I've got them at three. I could see them jump, uh, um, the switch spots. Uh, I just just think the talent loss there is going to be tough to replace.
0: Yeah, I I think the talent loss will be tough to replace, but I I really like that coach. I I think that's a little bit of a plug-and-play offense. It's a good offense. Where, you know, the talent can probably just come back and their offense will be there. Uh, Can their defense continue to sustain it? I thought it played pretty well last year. Uh, It's certainly not to the levels uh, that it was in, like, 2019, 2020 where they couldn't score at all and and they were shutting teams down. It's maybe last year it was a little bit of that perfect balance where the defense was still good enough, offense was on point. I think they've sort of found their flow again, too. That's why I moved them in there. Talking about other contenders in here, uh, I want to throw UTEP. I want to throw North Texas. Uh, are there any others you think maybe could crash this party, uh, or are you just sort of looking at at a pretty small window of a I, couple teams?
1: I honestly, and you know, I know you disagree with me on this. I've got UAB on a whole different tier level ahead of these guys. Uh, I just, I, I I really think they're they're gonna be strong this year yeah. and they're gonna dominate this conference. I think the the competition between two and four yeah. uh, can vary uh, greatly, but I, I, I really see UAB uh, as the front runners.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, I would put UAB up there talent wise. I'm just curious what the coaching uh, miss happens there. I'll throw Western Kentucky, then I drop into a block. I'm really curious about UTEP. I thought they played pretty well.
1: Great game this weekend, North Uh, Texas-UTEP.
0: Yeah, really well. And you know how I like North Texas. They are always pretty spunky. They're usually a bit more spunky at home than on the road, but uh, they're always hovering around there. And if they can get off to a pretty good start with a win versus UTEP, maybe they can be a factor in there. They were a factor in the sort of middle of the season before they sort of petered out, Uh, but... I don't see much else from the the likes of uh, Middle Tennessee, Florida Atlantic, uh, Louisiana Tech, and then you got your really really drop off. And uh, even though I like them in Charlotte, uh, they don't defend it all. And, and uh, you know FIU. Mm-hmm. So interesting conference. Where are you going on your futures wise? This in is this
1: is probably one of my uh, least futures bets I've got in this conference. And and like I said, I'm big on UAB this season. I'm taking them uh, to win the conference. Call. All my other bets, I've got a thousand on that as well. Yeah.
0: I got a couple in this one. Uh, I'm really heavy on Western Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I I got there over at 8.5 on plus 120. Really like that one, using 750 of that. Conference champions at plus 450. I'm using 250 on that. I'm going against you. I think UAB will have... Uh, a little bit of a drop-off. Now, that's totally counter to everything. I think I introduced you to UAB about three years ago and telling you how good uh, their defense and run game was. And uh, I, I'm off them a little bit. Now, a little bit of that is their win total is 8.5. That's nine wins. That's, that's a lot of wins, especially if you take that under and you get even money on that. Well,
1: well especially, you know, you like those other teams. Yes. So that you're seeing some losses there. That's if you exactly like Western right. Kentucky over them or and... Uh, you know, and UTSA. Yeah.
0: So I like that UAB under it two fifty under the eight and a half. I really, really like the uh, UTEP over five and a half. Now you look at their schedule; they're they're playing a lot of big dogs, so they're going to have a lot of losses early. But I they're going to have to get
1: those conference yeah, games.
0: But I, I look at it a little bit like uh, Western Kentucky, who last year you were high on. They started off like zero and five. Really tough they, schedule. Yeah, really tough schedule. And then once I got into conference, they started racking up wins. So I think that's something UTEP ha- can do. It helps well.
1: that the bottom six. Of the this conference is uh, pretty poor
0: yeah and they don't have huge home field advantage either yeah uh other than sort of louisiana tech uh, everybody else it's pretty easy to go into their home stadium and win games so i really like that uh utep over five and a half i think they'll get to six wins uh so i got a thousand on that and then uh taking a a little bit of, of, uh, you know, a long shot at 20-1 to for UTEP to win the conference championship at 125. I I think that's decent value, especially since this isn't a division thing. So the top two teams get in there and, you know, if – they can be in that mix, which we saw last year where there were like three or four teams all flip-flopping oh, yeah. uh, that, those last three weeks. And so once you get in that championship game, if you have a 20-to-1, you can basically ensure that any way you want. So I uh, really like the UTEP over, though. That would be really big. And a uh, nice little long shot bet at 20-to-1. Yep. We move on uh, to right. our next conference, and we're going to move to the Sun
1: Belt. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, little changes there. Little
0: changes there. They add a little bit of depth, which is interesting because I, I think this conference has been a, a little bit underrated the last uh, so, couple of uh, uh, James see- Madison comes in. They aren't eligible to win it, but uh, I, I will say I wouldn't be real aggressive taken against James Madison. They're one of the top uh, subdivision teams. Uh, they've oh, been yeah. in the playoffs. They've oh, yeah. won titles. Do not go in there thinking they're going to get ripped because... Uh, Honestly, I think if, if they were in the West, I would have looked at them to finish oh, yes. in the top three. Oh, yeah. The but... fact that they move <laughs> into division with Coastal and Appy State and Marshall uh, sort of unbalances things a little bit. So let's start in the East because uh, that's where a lot of the depth is. Um, Coastal, Appy State, Marshall. Marshall who joins. You stick with Appy State. I stuck with Appy State. I think Marshall might be able to sort of wiggle their way in here. I'm yep. curious how they work. And Coastal still has that offense. We saw a little bit of regression on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, how do you think this uh, East division is going to play out?
1: Uh, it's it's going to come down to a few good games. You know, that App State-Coastal game has been really big the last couple of years. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, Marshall, I think he's they're going to fall in right behind those two teams. I don't know if they can get up to that level. Of coastal App State yes. to where they're they're almost competing at a national level, uh, or you know, Coastal was yes. uh, um, so, uh, but I think they could be right there. Uh, I just I think App State's defense is is what's going to carry them through. Uh, you know, you know the 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 culture defensively there is going to help them. Uh, but you know, Coastal's got the defense too. Can they restock stock on offense? Um, I, uh, we'll see. Um, but you know, the biggest factor I look at here, you know. And I, and I took this in one of my props. It's, you look at a team that's been pretty good the last couple of years is Georgia State. Yeah, I think they're going to have a tremendous drop-off this year. You look yeah. at their schedule, they're running a really brutal schedule this year. Yeah. Now the potential's there for them to pull off some major upsets and really jump up, uh, but I think this Georgia State team, they've lost too much talent. They're going to fall to the bottom of this division, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I see them dropping more than you. You have them fifth. I have them all the way at seventh. Yeah. I just think the talent drop-off, they've gotten off to a little bit of slow starts the last couple of years and sort of – heated up as the season has gone on, and, and sort of by that back end, especially last year, they really started playing good football where they were scaring uh, those top teams. But I, I I do like the coach, but I, I think it's one of those things where the talent isn't as easily rep- replenished there. Uh, now, granted, there's a lot of talent there, but you're battling you're battling Coastal Carolina, you're battling Appy State, you're battling Georgia Southern, uh, you're battling Troy, you're battling Louisiana Lafayette for all those guys. And yeah. I think it, it just sort of, they will take time. I think they will be good maybe again next year. Maybe they do catch fire towards the end of the year, but I think with their schedule, you mentioned it. Tough
1: t- non-conference schedule this year, sure too.
0: And I think they'll start to get down con comp- Confidence-wise, and then they're going through the gauntlet in the East. Yeah. Uh, like, this is one where I think James Madison, you you think Georgia State can beat them, but James Madison has the same level of players as they would. So I, I just think it'll be tough uh, for Georgia State to sort of respond. I'm curious to see how Georgia Southern, uh, sort of after a year of, uh, I, I don't know hell, uh, <laughs> last year, uh, who has also usually been a, a pretty yeah. good player, Solid team in the Sun Belt. Completely fell off the map. If they can sort of find their groove. But I I think this is pretty much a three-man race, Epi Coastal. And Marshall, I'm really interested to see how Marshall does here because... They were a little hot and cold. I, I remember you had stretches where you really wanted to bet on them, yeah. and they'd sort of let you down, but then they'd go on a run yeah. and win a couple of games, and you were always like, What's Well, they had a very money? very
1: experienced team yeah. last season. Uh, but, you know, I just want to talk about James Madison a little bit. You yeah. mentioned them. This is a team that knows how to win. Yeah. Uh, don't be surprised if they come in and pull off some upsets in here. Uh, I think they're going to be kind of right in that mix with Marshall. I've got them, uh, I've got them just behind Marshall, yeah. fourth in this division. Uh, but, you know, Just, you know, talent's good, but even with just the mindset of knowing how to go in and win at a place is as big. Now, at this level, going up, moving up, uh, could be a little interesting for them, uh, but I I think it uh – There could be some value uh, plays on James Madison, especially earlier in the season.
0: Well, well, we've seen it a couple times where these uh, subdivision teams, the good ones, the good ones, and James Madison is a good one, have moved up into these conferences. Guess who used to be one? App State. That's what (laughs) uh, they can do this and make this level because they sit in a huge Mm -hmm. Uh, nice recruiting base there in the DMV area. Yeah. And, and they get sort of secondary uh, guys who are still really, really good football players. Uh, so I, I don't look for them to struggle a, as much uh, as people might think they will. So I, I'm curious to see how they play out. I'm curious to see how Marshall plays out. Let's move to the West. This one was interesting. Uh, you stuck with Lafayette. Uh I I know the talents there but once again that's a coach move and a lot of players a, a left lot of with that talent them. <laughs> with, uh to Florida. Now they have usually been a, a pretty solid program even yeah. before the coach uh was there. They usually sit there and are in top 3. I really like Troy. I, I like the way they sort of played last year. They were a little bit spunky. Uh, they have a good home field advantage. They struggled on the road. They weren't quite at the level uh, of those you know, top-tier teams, but they were able to beat up on the sort of crappy teams in this vision. I'm looking for them to have a jump. Lafayette to drop back a little bit. You're really big on Southern Miss. I've read some good things on yep. Southern Miss. They were a little bit like Troy, too, where mm-hmm. you, you saw at times they really, really played well, but then at times they just stunk the joint out. So how did you sort of read this West Division, especially with sort of the dominant team, Lafayette? A lot of exits, a lot of coach exits. This is certainly the weaker side of the bracket here.
1: I looked at this, you know, I'm, I actually really like Southern Miss. I think they've got good coaching. Um, I think Arkansas State's brought in some good talent. Yeah. I, I like these two teams. But, you know, I just I had to go with my knee-jerk reaction, which was Louisiana Lafayette. Just looking at this division, I just think um, – this Louisiana team's on the level of the Coastal and the App State. And, and I just think when you look at the rest of this West division, it's just not as deep. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're going to have to go with the team that's been there, that's done it. I think they've got a good shot at repeating. Um, but like I said, I think those that, that Southern Miss and Arkansas State, I like them behind. The rest of those teams, you like Troy. I'm not so big on yeah. Troy. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I'd much rather take a um, – the Arkansas State or something Yeah,
0: I, I was going to say, I, I'm interested in Arkansas State and yeah. see how they do. They started off playing pretty solid football and then sort of, I, I think, just the season wore on them, and then they started getting lit up by uh, a bunch of teams. I'm curious how second year uh, Butch Jones does. Yeah. I, I just I wasn't quite ready to jump them over like a Lafayette. I wasn't ready to jump them over like a Southern Miss or a Troy. And so I, I just I think better football comes out of them. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're quite ready to make that leap. Yeah. Sort of up the standings there. I do football
1: think this that, is what Jones is, can get the yes. successful in. I think he can build a winning program here. Can it be this year? I think maybe, uh, but I think they're going to keep improving for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I'm curious to see them next year yeah. I, I, I,
1: I, I think Louisiana will keep regressing yes. uh, so uh, I think as that talent from the, the good Louisiana yeah. teams continues to move on out they're going to come back to the, the level of the other teams in this division
0: yeah. uh, I got some futures in this one this is a this is a big one uh, for my futures so uh, I mentioned Troy half number. I saw they usually do play a really tough schedule once again it's a tough schedule but I, I think they beat up on most of these teams in the West So I think that six-and-a-half number is really low, especially even money. So I got 750 riding on Troy over that six-and-a-half. I also, I I thought the division winner at plus 360, uh, a little over three-and-a-half to one, really, I I mean, if you break this down, you're looking at one team, and then you're probably looking on a a level uh, of... yeah. You know, Arkansas State, Southern Miss, I I don't think any of the others are even in. And you like
1: Troy. And I
0: like Troy more. So you're giving me three and a half to one on that. If there's regression from Lafayette, I I think they sit right there. And then conference champion at 10 to one. Now, you know, I, I think we all think probably Coastal, Appy State. And even if, like a Marshall jumps in there, they definitely be favored in that game. But once again, if you can get to that game and you have a ten to one number, you can yeah. start playing around with how you do things. So I got a three, big big bets on uh, Troy here. So conference champion at ten to one two fifty, division winner at three sixty five hundred, and over that six and a half. I really like that at seven fifty. Uh, another one I really really like uh, here. Law Monroe over two and a half wins. Um, it just, it, we saw it last year. They have good coaching there. Now, I don't think they have a lot of talent there. They do have a lot of transfer portal people, uh, but they spunk, snuck up and beat some people. Now, granted, a lot of those situations <laughs> where they beat people were weird, but they were like the first team ever to have like two 30-to-1 uh, outright money line wins. Yeah. So,
1: weird I, happens in the that's Sun That's what I
0: mean. I, I think they can grow, and you can't tell me the bottom of that Sun Belt, like, Law Monroe can't sneak some wins. Yeah, uh, so South I, Alabama. I, yeah, yeah, that's I, I think two and a half is just really really low, especially when they got a couple other cupcakes in there. Yeah, that can get their wins. So I really really like that. I, I thought Marshall Division winner, much like I explained at three point two to one. Yeah, uh, you know you're looking at three teams in that division who probably can separate themselves, so I think there's I think, good value.
1: I think that's a big jump for Marshall, though. Yes. I, I disagree with you there. I just I don't know if they're quite on that app State, Yeah, I, I'm just Carolina. curious
0: to see if they can get to that level, maybe uh, a new uh, conference they aren't seen as much where it's people don't know how to guard them. I'm curious what Coastal Carolina looks yeah. like. I, I think offensively they'll be okay, but I'm curious defensively if they can hang up, and then you're just sort of throwing Appy State in there Yeah, and... I, I just like the value of 320 to win that division uh, with probably three teams that you're looking right. at. And uh, I, I think that's good value. Conference champion at 5.5 to 1. Once again, that it, who's ever coming out of the East is going to be heavily favored in yep. that game. So if you get that 320... Going at five and a half in that game where they're playing, you know, Lafayette, and then I drop off to any of those teams. I think Marshall would be favored over a Troy, over an Arkansas State, over a Southern Miss if they get there. I, yeah. They wouldn't probably be favored over a Lafayette, you know, depending on how the seasons went for the two. But the other three, I think they'd be favored over. Mm-hmm. So you're getting five to one if they can get to that championship game. I, I think that's pretty good value too. I got one twenty-five on conference champion there. So what are you looking
1: at? In the I, I've just got one play here, and this is one I kind of wish I had jumped on earlier. I think this is actually, if you look through my futures bets, this is probably one I would put as one of my number one confidence picks here. It is a little juiced. That's
0: funny, because i got a couple in there that are in my top five as
1: well. Uh, This one's a little juiced. Uh, Like I said, I wish I jumped on it sooner, but I think this is a complete no-brainer. I've got Georgia State under 7.5 at minus 150. I just think there's no way they're even sniffing this number. Uh, I would put Georgia State more around 4.5, maybe 5. So I don't even think we're going to get close to that 7.5. Minus 150, you're taking a little bit of a tax there, but uh, I, I still think it's a sure thing.
0: Yeah, I I, I looked at that one hard, and and you mentioned it. I think the juice just sort of, I was like, eh, do I want this with that much juice off my, uh, you know, sort of bet here? Uh, Especially, like I said, if they get hot like they did last year and start closing out wins, a couple of those Sunbelt teams who just sort of packed it in towards the end, they get cheap wins, and then you're sort of those last two weeks, you're holding your breath uh, whether they can uh, cover that line. So uh, that's what we got In the uh, Sunbelt. Sunbelt. Adding some decent teams. Getting better and better each uh, American Athletic Conference. Uh, I think this one's going to be a good one. I'm really interested in this one. Uh, We had some interesting uh, looks here. you stuck uh, with uh, the uh, opposite team that made it to the conference championship, the team I was big on last year and had yeah. a futures bet on. Uh, I veiled on that. Uh, I no longer want to be in the Dana uh <laughs> lifestyle game, even though it did win me money on Houston. Uh, then you go Cincinnati, uh, Central Florida. I I really like Central Florida this year. I think they'll re sort of find themselves and and dominate. They had a handful of games last year where,
1: oh yeah, that couple uh, plays
0: that uh, (laughs) they should have won. I I think we had a bet on a couple of the Louisville one sticks out really big in my uh, head on that one uh, that we ended up losing that we should have won and then. You know, Gabriel broke his collarbone on said uh, that little play where he threw the pick and then got tackled. And things just went bad. I, I think they stepped back up. I'm curious to see how Cincinnati sort of restocks. Uh, you know, offensively, I think they'll be fine because they play a pretty pro-style offense. I think that'll be pretty plug-and-play. But I'm curious defensively. Yeah. if They can sort of stay to that level. They had a lot of uh, like elite secondary guys, handful of elite pass rushers in there. They had a really good defense. Can they replace those guys and continue to sort of dominate this conference? I'm curious how you looked at this and broke this down.
1: Yeah, I I thought we were both kind of on the same page on Cincinnati. You know, I looked around uh, around the country. A lot of people are still big on Cincinnati this year to win the conference. I don't know if they can quite get it. I just
0: think the conference is too deep to be like, yeah, they're – going to be back to back there are a lot of good teams in here. yeah
1: I, I i i just really like this houston team i know it is scary riding with dana yeah. holgerson out there because uh, he he sure knows how to blow some games yeah. uh but I, I think their talent uh, is just on a different level i cincinnati i'm not sure uh if they're going to be reload one wild card team here that i'm really interested in they've kind of been up and down here lately is uh smu yeah um i've got them at fourth in my spot here i could see them potentially moving up to two here yeah. uh we'll, we'll see how it goes down there
0: the talent's there. I, I just thought the coach would leave him for TCU. Yeah. I don't know uh, what that will do to them. But, uh, you know, there were games last year where SMU just looked gangbusters. Uh, speaking of a game first, uh, said Houston uh, that they should have won and ended up not. Uh, I just, I think SMU, I, I just, I was a little more pushed back because I wanted to see what they looked like with the coach. So I put them at six. But, like, you know, we both have Memphis at five. Memphis could be at that sixth spot. Memphis could probably be all the way up to two. I, I think that's how deep this is. Yeah. You just sort of want to see how these teams come out. The only one I thought we were really different on, I really like East Carolina. Yeah. I thought they finished the season really really well uh they were really perky early in the year they had a couple games where they should have won and uh ended up uh losing that South Carolina game sticks out in my head because I had South Carolina I think they had like 500 yards South Carolina's like 50 and somehow (laughs) found a way to lose that game but I'm not complaining I won money on that game so uh but I I really think their jump is going to be uh happening this year i looking to see that so i'm really heavy on east carolina but i'm curious where the cutoff line for you is in the american because i I think there are about six or seven teams in here who i think could at least challenge for the conference championship game
1: yeah definitely i i you know i think it's right around that six or seven i think the line is either right above or right below tulsa yeah uh, I like Tulsa a little better than you. I won a lot of bets on Tulsa last yes. year, uh, both for and against them. Yes. Uh, they're an interesting team to bet on. Yes, <laughs> um, but I, I think that line. I think they could kind of move above the line or below the line, depending on how some of these games go. But I think you know you've got you've got to have Cincinnati, SMU, Houston. Um, Memphis is kind of right there on that line yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I could see them moving way above the line. I could see Memphis dropping yeah. below the line. Uh, so there's a little bit of a gray area there, but definitely there's a clear six or seven. And then once you get below that, you're you're kind of in the garbage chute yeah. there. Uh, just teams that have no chance. And, and you know, Temple and Navy, uh, not really big on Tulane much no. either.
0: At least Tulane sort of can give you a game at home. Uh, that, that would be – now they aren't going to win anything. But at least they have – Players at home who can stay. AAC. Right. What did you go with? I did not have a ton here. I, I just, I, I just thought the. I, I don't have a read on what Cincinnati's going to do. I don't have a read on what Memphis is going to do. Yeah. I had Houston last year, and I just I don't want in that game again, <laughs> uh, especially when they were probably the second best team easily and. Half the time, they didn't look like the second-best team. So I just wanted nothing to do with them. Really, I I got one bet. I got East Carolina over the 6.5. I think that's a lock. I I love that bet. Over the 6.5 at only minus 115 Not much juice, yeah. Uh, At 750, I love that. And then uh, conference champion, long shot. Really long shot. They probably aren't going to win the conference championship. They probably won't even be at the conference championship game. But I thought value, 22-1. to I mean that's that's a lot for
1: yeah. uh, if well especially if they finish where yeah, you've got them
0: uh, towards that back half of that uh, year uh, they were probably the second or third best team in the uh, American Conference so if they continue that trick, yeah then they're. Fighting to get in that championship game, and if you can get a championship game where two teams and you have twenty-two to one, then you can make some money off that. So at twenty-two to one, I have East Carolina Conference champion at two fifty. What do you got in the ACC?
1: Well, you know, I've got a couple. One, this first one is more of a lean. I just I don't feel like memphis is going to continue where they've been these yes. past few years I, I see them dropping off a little bit uh this one's another one that's just pretty heavy but uh, another one that i see as a lock under seven and a half uh they've got a tough road some tough non-conference games uh i'm taking memphis under seven and a half and then you know i'm jumping on the train you rode all last year i'm going to take houston to win the conference I, just, I think the talent in the conference is is lower uh than it was last year uh so i think i think the well, it uh,
0: probably means dana's gonna win four games <laughs> Well, I, I
1: I think they're the team that retained uh, – and, and not to mention – If I, there's
0: I, someone going to lose at Tulane, it will be <laughs> Uh
1: So I've got Houston to win the conference at plus 235.
0: Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid bet. I, I mean, they, they have a lot of talent. I just uh, – I should say – The value too. was better last yes. year. The value was better last year, and they made it to the championship game. So, hey – Right, Maybe they go can go to it the tonight. Mountain West to wrap up our part one. Uh, last year you read it pretty, pretty well. Uh, you know, uh, y- you didn't think Boise was going to make it. Uh, y- you thought they'd fall back a little bit. They did fall back a little bit where, you know, nine wins is falling back. It yep. is for them. Uh, I don't think any of us really had Utah State making the leap they did, but they made a nice little yep. leap. Uh, Fresno State was Really good at times and then just had a couple weird games that they dropped. Uh, you know, San Jose State finally came back uh, to earth after uh, a miracle year. Air Force, uh, really, really yeah. a lot of talent. A lot of talent once again. Uh, so how do you think this I, is I looked at this. I, I wanted to be sort of different, but uh, I, I just went chalk. I, I thought Boise State. I thought San Diego State. Probably we're head and tails uh, above both. Let's start out in the uh, sort of uh, mountain division up there. Anyone going to be able to challenge Boise State here? Utah State made a nice run, but I-, I just I can't buy any of these teams. Maybe Air Force. They seem to give Boise State trouble. But yeah. I-, I just didn't think anybody had the talent to really contend with them this year.
1: Yeah, I've got this one lining up pretty similar to last year i just i don't think boise is going to lose some of these games that they lost this last season i think boise is going to continue to dominate um i I didn't take their futures on um the over number but i think it was around nine and a half or ten uh i think that's a good chance they go over there uh this may be a one loss boise state team uh i do still think that the next two are utah state and air force i just don't think those other three teams
0: If Boise State wins that Oregon State game in the first week, uh, they're going way over. So, I mean, basically you can just judge off
1: I think this is a Boise State team going in towards the end of the year. You know, conference strength of schedule, it's not there, but it could be one of those where people are trying to make an argument. This could be a playoff team. Uh, I don't know if the schedule's there. They're going to have to really dominate. Uh, definitely undefeated to be there in the playoffs. Um, but this is I think this is going to be a return to power Boise State season. Um, I, I really did like what we had from Utah State last yeah. year. I just don't see them repeating it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little bit like Northern Illinois. Uh, same sort of thing. They Everybody thought they were going to do really poor. They did not. They made that job. And, and Utah State has traditionally been a pretty solid team. Football program, yeah. so if you think they're going to regress back, or you just sort of think they're going to continue on that stretch, so I just I didn't see a lot. Wyoming talent has really dropped off. They they were not a fun team to watch last year. They were a fun team to take unders on. I, I will say that, except for the, the one random game where ninety points were scored, but uh, uh, other than that, I, I just I can't buy Colorado State. You know, Air Force is there, but. Back to back years where they win. I just, I can't get there. So I just think Boise State's going to run around with this. The West is a little bit more interesting. Definitely. Uh, you like Fresno State. You liked them last year. Still good talent there. Uh, this is one of those things where DeBoer leaves. I, I just wonder how that's going to go. I'm sticking with my tried and true San Diego State because basically. You know exactly what you're getting. You're getting defense. You're getting running game. Maybe they drop one or two where they yep. can't score enough points, but they're just going to win a lot of games. And I'm curious where Fresno, without the coach there, uh,
1: uh, follows. Believe me, I am not confident in this Fresno. This is probably one of the most murky divisions in yes. college football. Outside of Hawaii, I think everyone is capable of winning this yeah, division. I-
0: don't steal my thunder! I'm going to be going a UNLV kick here. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I, it's like you just said. Uh, I think one through five in this division could go anyway. I'm taking Fresno uh, just because I think there's some players yes. there that can still make some moves. Now, how much of that was brought by uh, their coach and their coaching staff? And you know, he did build kind of build this up. Yes. Um, so it could get torn down. Yeah. Just as well, fast as he built it up. That's what I was curious
0: up. about because Fresno State seems to go in peaks and mellies. They have a really good coach yeah. there. They're their highest of highs, and then they seem to go through these valleys where if they don't get the right coach, it's and two, you, or three wins.
1: You know, I've got I've got Nevada at, at four in this in this division. I actually really like this Nevada team. Uh, well,
0: that's what I was curious about because everything I read seemed to not like this Nevada team, and I'm like, I kind of yeah, like this Nevada yeah, team, and it, I thought they were pretty solid last year. They weren't spectacular, <laughs> but it, it just confused me why everybody seemed to be so down at Nevada, especially when it's tough to go there. And play. Yeah. It just I didn't quite understand why everybody was picking them in the bottom. I, I'm much more down on San Jose State and Hawaii uh, in here. Uh, and then I mentioned UNLV. Now, I, there was a lot of UNLV plays last year. They, they didn't win a lot, but they covered a lot. So I, I just sort of like their growth. I'm curious to see if they can sort of spunk up here and jump into Well, this, this
1: could be a team... That kind right. of fills the void, yeah. If Fresno State regresses, yes, because they're they're kind of along, you know, they're not maybe not quite as big as Fresno no. State, but that's where Fresno was, yes. You know, three or four years ago, uh, talent wise. So and UNLV was in a lot of games last yes. year, uh, so yeah, I, I I'm kind of right there with you. But again, I just think, you know, this could go so many different ways. Well, yeah. My futures bets in this conference are very, very thin. Yes, uh, now the. I'm sure I haven't looked at years in there there. on the futures just because there's so much uncertainty.
0: If you feel, like, aggressive, especially in this West Division, I'd be a little bit more pulled back in the Mountain Division with Jersey State. But in this, like you said, if you feel like Nevada's going to be better, Mm. I think you jump all over this because— you don't know what Fresno State is. You know exactly what San Diego State is. That's probably going to be a 9-10 win team, 2-3 losses, uh, you know, depending on what sort of offense comes out of there. So I think if you have a feel on one of these, you probably aggressively go out of that West Division and jump on one of these. Even as much as I don't like them, like San Diego State two years ago, they made that jump. We talked about Utah State and Air Force making that jump last year. Uh it's just it sits right there uh i mean even you could talk me into hawaii now they have of course the problem coming into the states and struggle <laughs> on the road but everybody also has the problem of going there and uh partying for three nights and then trying to play a football game at midnight so you know it's 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 wide open in that West, I think. So if you have a strong feel, you probably should grab a couple of those odds because a lot of them are re- re- really, really long. So uh, let's get into uh, our one features. Wyoming over five at minus 135. Uh, it, that just seemed low. I don't think Wyoming's very good, but I, I think they can get to six wins. I, I think they're home. Uh, field it is worth three or four wins, yeah. especially for some of these lower level, you know, Mountain West teams. So yeah. I just thought that was a little bit low. I think they can get to six wins. You also don't have the half on that. So, you know, I, I, you get five, you get, get your push, push, you get your money back. Yep. I think four wins would be really, really uh, not something I would see even if I think Wyoming's down. So I thought there was good value there. San Diego State, we mentioned it over seven and a half at. Minus 120.
1: Almost and, even money. Yeah.
0: This team wins eight, nine, ten games every year. I I, I admit, it's never fun to watch them play football. But they they're usually
1: playing at yeah. 11 at, yes. at night. But now they win us. football <laughs> games.
0: They always play a Pac-12 team. They always beat them and everybody is stunned, except for everybody who watches every year when they go down there, shut down some Pac-12 team who has fake offense and they just run the ball on them. I think that over 7.5, that's a really, really good uh, value there at minus 120. You're pretty much almost even money on that. I mentioned UNLV, over 4.5 wins. Now, this is juiced uh, to the hilt at minus 165. This is one of the few ones I did do that was really, really juiced. But this is, like I said, it's a field play. I think UNLV, they were in a lot of games. They were sort of spunky last year. Now... I could have my heart broken. I've had my heart broken by UNLV football <laughs> numerous times throughout my life. So uh, I, I just think they'll hit that over four and a half, five, six wins. Maybe they can work their way into a bowl game. And then division winner prop, this is what I was talking about. UNLV at 25 to one, division winner. I mean, if Fresno State falls back, you're just basically throwing a Yahtzee board for dice there other than San Diego State it, Twenty-five to one, just to win that division. Yeah, I think there's value there. So uh, I, I did a small one on sixty-two, fifty in there. So it's only a 025 percent of the bankroll. But hey, twenty-five to one, go after it.
1: Yeah. I, so I've just got one uh, futures in this one, and you know, I talked about Nevada. I've got them fourth in this division, but I'm I still kind of like this team. I, um, I looked at that one. As uh, well. It's plus one ten for over four and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think they're definitely getting. Yeah. You know, five wins here. I think it's
0: the same thing as Wyoming. Their home field wins them three games, four games a year.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, I like this. You're getting, you're getting over even, you're getting even money here. Uh, So I, I think this is another one of my up there uh, high confidence picks here. So uh, that's the only future bet I've got in this conference.
0: All right. right Lights so on that, that Clues are part one. Be sure to catch part two. Uh, we'll drop that in uh, a couple days. You'll love that one. We're getting into the big five conferences. Or five. Sort of what might be left of the big five conferences. <laughs> it might be a big two in a couple years when we do this show. So uh, be sure, tune in for part two. That's our show. And we're
1: out. All right.
0: You want to take a couple minutes or just go?
1: I'm okay if you are. All right. You want yeah. to get a drink and Give me stretch a, a little to bit? Stretch. That was good. I think that was right at like 30, 45 minutes. Greenlight Network presents football time.